around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Ken Miller Show on a Friday. Let the bells ring out, the banners fly, the weekend is upon us. Trent Condon is with me, and he'll be with me until 2 o'clock when we bid adieu. Uh, TC and Jimmy B, well, Jimmy B, and, how does he get top billing, by the way? I've, I've been meaning to ask you that. That's a great question. You carry the damn thing. Well, I mean, that's the he understatement of the day. He does have seniority. He certainly has that. Over everybody in the market. Yes, very, very much so. He, <laughs> Father he triples time. Up, he triples up some members of the so-called uh, media now. Does he? Jimmy B. He's our guy. <laughs> yes. uh, well, regardless of, of billing, uh, you and Jimmy B will get you home from 4 until 6. A lot of draft, obviously, to start the program. There is some news. If you're a Cowboys fan, if you haven't heard, Jason Witten is apparently uh, going to march into Jerry Jones's office at some point today and tell him he quit. He's done. He's retiring. He's going to Monday Night Football, apparently. Um, I don't know if it's a three-man booth, Joe Testator and Jason Witten. I still think Kurt Warner's going to be a part of it. I don't think Warner would have said what he said when the schedule came out if he didn't have a, a wink, promise that um, you know once the draft gets through, we'll make it official and you can come aboard. But uh, we will see. Uh, Trent, takeaways from the draft. Let's get into it. Baker Mayfield goes number one. Your yep. Bears, I thought, got a great player. I think mm-hmm. my Broncos did the same thing. Uh, certainly Bradley Chubb wasn't going to be there at five. And I, I mean, look, Elway came out and said as many mock drafts as they do. Mm-hmm. No, no one. At no point did they do a mock draft where where Bradley Chubb was there at five. But I don't want to make it all about Denver. Give me your thoughts. Uh, at the top, uh, a big thank you to Josiah Anderson for her reporting yesterday afternoon because I got in on Baker Mayfield and got it at minus one eighty, being the number one pick. <laughs> yep, I listened to her, and that thing. By the time I looked at it again, at about six. 20 when I got home last night. So you got it at plus 180. It was minus, minus one. Okay, minus 180, but still. Okay. This was probably two, maybe 205, something like that. I right After the show, fired. Okay, by 5 o'clock, where was it at? Or whenever, where, wherever, what, what was it at when you looked? Minus 375. So it had doubled. And I'm sure if they just kept taking bets, it just keeps going, right? Sure, I, Absolutely. Knows? At at my uh, if gambling were illegal offshore at my place, mm-hmm. what it ended at. But mm. thank you, Josiah Anderson. So she tipped you off. She did. I saw the what, tweet. What did she say? I mean, was it definitive? It was definitive in her. It was it was definitive it in was, her two. How many characters we get now? Two forty or two eighty? Two eighty. Two eighty. Wish we went back to one forty. But anyways. I did too. Yeah. Um, Outside of what I put out our guest list. Yeah. True. On some days. That's about the only time it's good. Uh, so you felt in the 280 characters yeah. that this was an, that she's got some inside info from the day before with Mary Kay Cabot with mm-hmm. Cleveland.com. Yep, her report, Adam Schefter. These are all incredibly knowledge. This isn't smokescreen stuff. That's mm-hmm. how I read it yesterday. So, well, if you're going to do that, you know, put your money where your mouth is. May as well. And I did it. I wonder what the it. I wonder what the limit was on that. Oh, it, it could have been more than five hundred. I wonder if it even be that much, right? And then the, yeah, off, some of those offshore places yeah. it might be a hundred. Uh, that didn't go well for them apparently. If the money kept going as fast as it did, I didn't hit respect. the I didn't hit the limit. That's for sure. Yeah. I never hit. The well, limit. you never do. I never hit the limit, uh, which is what allows you to play every yes. day the way that you do. <laughs> um, anyway, so that, that was, that was a one. shocker. Um, 
Did they do the right thing, though? Should they have taken Barkley first and come back and got whatever quarterback was going to be there at four? I, See, that is, as it turns out, Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I was the biggest proponent of that. Whoever you like more between Saquon and Chubb, mm-hmm. take one of those two at one. Whoever mm-hmm. you believe is going to be the best. And, you know, I, I, I'm just envisioning Chubb and Miles Garrett on each side. Yeah, I've been doing the same, only Garrett gets yes. replaced by Von Miller. Right. I mean that that's a pretty good place to start if you're Cleveland, and then you have an opportunity at four. You know. What well, you here's do? the good news: if you're Cleveland, they're going to be very, very prominent early in the draft tonight. I mean, the Brownies yes. and the Colts own this thing early. They do. They do three of the uh, four of the first six picks, something it? like that. They've got four of them, anyways. Yeah. They do. Colts have a pair, and so do the Browns have a pair. Denzel Ward going as early as he did—that was a shocker to me. Early. Well, it was a shocker to uh, I think everybody that does mock draft. It's not a knock on the kid because no. everybody thought that he's a top ten pick, mm-hmm. but um, nobody saw them taking him. And if Bradley Chubb was going to be there, right? That—that's another kind of baffling component about this, at least from the people that really study the tape and. Yeah, Ward. I mean, he he looks the part. He's fast. He can play physically. He has all those things. He had a couple of interceptions. Mm-hmm. If you're shutting down a field, though, people aren't going to throw your way. So that's kind of the other side that you looked at it. But I don't know. I saw Nick Easley beat him a couple of times. And... Yeah, he did. <laughs> so... Nick Easley will. We won't hear his name uh, this no. time next year. No. You know who I think uh, had a really good night? I thought a couple of teams. I thought the local team that had the best night was the Green Bay Packers just because they were able to you know, move back and get that first-round pick next year and then come back up again and not give up a King's Ransom to do so and get their guy. So I thought that, uh, what do they call him, Goody? Yeah, uh, is, I don't even want Ganoost, I think is how you pronounce his name, and I'm probably butchering it. I thought the Chargers getting Derwin James, the safety from Florida State. I'm an ESPN guy. I was on okay. ESPN last night because of the fact I love Riddick. Uh, Lewis Riddick is really He's very good. good. Yes, and he was a corner when he played, right? Yeah. So he knows the position, and I'm not sure, but I think he was a part of the front office that drafted Sean Taylor. Oh, okay. And he compares. That was the first words. I'm not saying he's going to be Sean Taylor, but when I watched Derwin James, I see Sean Taylor was, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's close. Sure. And, and watching, you know, the the footage that they showed of uh, Derwin James, look, I, I think the Chargers got a whole lot better. And I'll be honest with you, when um, they drafted him as a, as a guy who roots for a team in the AFC West, that one stung a little bit. I bet. And now think of that defensive backfield that they have. Yeah, the, the, loaded. The, the Chargers have the kid from Vata, uh, from Virginia, uh, from West Virginia that they took last year. The safety, the hard hitter. What the hell? Is it? I can't think of his name. Uh, Adai, Joseph Adai. No, that's not the one. Jaleel. Jaleel. Yeah, Jaleel. Their their two corners and Hayward and Verrett are as good of a tandem yep. as you're going to find. We saw Des King last year as a nickel corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be in the conversation. He's in the top half of the league already for nickel corners. So those are your three cornerbacks. Okay, pretty start. Now you throw Dermot James in the mix. Yeah. That's salty. No, that's, that's, you're that's right. really salty. Yep. And you got Bosa off the edge. Mm-hmm. Maybe people are onto something with that Chargers winning the Patrick AFC West. Mahomes a couple of times, Carr a couple of times. Does and... it change because you weren't ready to go Chargers the favorite in the AFC West? Is mm-hmm. this tilting? No, I'm still taking the Chiefs. Still sticking with still the take, Chiefs. Still taking the Chiefs. Still going to stick a with them. But the Chargers are a threat. No Marcus Peters. I know. I know. Maybe the Chargers. The team. <laughs> Maybe the Chargers. Uh, come to think of it. So you were happy at five. Absolutely. You at eight with Roquan Smith. Trent, every time you watch this kid play, mm-hmm. he's just a blur. Well, he, he jumps off the screen. And I, 
watching him really extendly for the first time in that game against Notre Dame last year, just sideline to mm-hmm. sideline. Who is this number eight? How is a guy? And he's not huge. Watch he's, him play Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl last yeah. year. He, he's not huge. He's not no the Erlacher, the 6'4", 240-pound middle linebacker. Now, in a 3-4, you don't really have that kind of guy. You need a guy that can move more side to side. He is that guy, but the speed with that Mm. frame, he is... uh, I'm excited. For the first time in a couple of drafts with Ryan Pace, I was not screaming at him. (laughs) I was not uh, frustrated throwing my phone. I had a smile on my face. It, it, It was a different NFL draft for me, this experience, and and I think that's why I stuck in all the way one through thirty-two because I wasn't so ticked yeah. Off I was the about same way. The I, w- I watched the entire thing too. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's not lost on anybody. Heisman winners bookended the first round of the draft, right? Yeah. Uh, with Lamar Jackson going thirty-two, and obviously Baker Mayfield going uh, going first overall. So you were ESPN. I was NFL Network pretty much exclusively. A couple of times I flipped. Very for, for what on NFL Network? You want Mayox analysis? Mayock, yeah. He's your guy. I, I like Mayox so much more mm-hmm. than Mel Kiper. I mean, it is. Yeah, Kuiper, you know who's good? I, I give him credit because he was better than I thought he was going to be. Kurt Herbstreit. That's what I wanted to ask yeah. you about. And he was good. I just saw one kind of extended take from him. I'm like, oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. And, and I really like that. But the NFL Network, Daniel, Jer- Daniel Jeremiah is solid. He's, yep. all, he's all right. But uh, Trey Wingo, I liked it when he was the guy in the late rounds. I don't, I don't like him in the early rounds. I don't disagree you with know, that. There were a couple of times last night. In fact, I don't remember what pick it was. Uh, he, he was mentioned in previewing. Well, they uh, uh, they got to get more dynamic on offense or on defense. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> right? Nailed it. So you're going to be right. <laughs> and you know who was really good? Troy Aikman. Now he was, I didn't see a minute of so it. So he was on the outside set with their it was simulcast so did, on Fox. So did Fox have their own show or was just strictly the NFL yep, Network simulcast? Just, just a simulcast. That's all it was because I flipped back and forth to make sure. And NFL Network was about five seconds ahead, so that's why I kept okay. it on NFL Network as opposed to. And Fox by the way, 17. about that, just real quick. Yeah, I didn't see any uh, unveiling of the picks on Twitter before they happened. You, you know what? The only one that was Brad Biggs, who's Chicago Sun Times. Yep tweeted the Roquan Smith pick mm-hmm. before the commissioner got booed when he was walking to the stage and announced it. That was the only pick that I knew that was in off. advance. Yes. that's. Did you see any? I had one other, and I, and I can't remember offhand what it was, but in, then it was like, oh, oh. That it came out, and of course, and the NBA, the NBA guys are well. Will Janowski, yes, was awful at that. Now he's an ESPN employee now, so I'm guessing he'll be uh, told to keep it to yourself. Hold it back a you little. Know, we've bit. got the show here, but his old buddy at Yahoo that's now breaking stories and took over that vertical. Who's over that? Uh, Wetzel? Or? No, no, no. Uh, their NBA guy. He has uh, he has a long name. I can't remember it offhand. Hmm. But he, is it Will Janowski? No, no, no. The Woj's understudy, basically, that took over when Woj went to ESPN. Well, there's two Woj's, right? There's two There's two names that are very close to that. It's not that. Though. Okay. No, no. It's, right. yeah, I, I can't think of it offhand, but he's the guy that does that now, even with Woj and mm-hmm. ESPN. It will still get out there if you want to see it. And I, I stayed away from Twitter for the most part. There are a couple of times I went on there, but... I stayed away more than normal just because I don't like being tipped off. Of yeah, it spoils I, it. Why it spoil it? Yeah. I'm the same way. And I, I want to have that reaction. I want to see the fans and not knowing it's a surprise to me and then mm-hmm. it's a surprise to them and the excitement or the looking around like, uh, I'm not exactly sure about right. that. I, I love the part of it. So NFL Network, I thought, was excellent. 
Troy Aikman was really good. Who else was uh, represented Fox on uh, other than Aikman? It was Mooch was there with NFL Network. He's an NFL him Network at, at the guy. desk. Yep. They were outside of the stadium. And who was the third guy? I can't think of the third guy that was out there. It was Aikman was my big takeaway there. Um, well, because when the draft started and they brought Staubach, Witten, and Aikman to the stage and they yeah. threw a football, Aikman departed very quickly yeah. while the other two stayed on. So I, I figure he's going somewhere. I mean, You're right, yeah. So I guess he was going back he's to the going set. back outside to going the to set work. out there. And he was good. And did you see he's looking for a little more money? Aikman is? Yeah. From Fox. Well, if he's doing Thursday. You got to, right? They have it, to. It, it has to, so... Yeah, he's he's asking to get that money, and uh, <laughs> well, if they're doubling him up, and, and, and then it, you throw NFL draft into mm-hmm, it, and what they were willing to pay Peyton Manning to take that spot, yes. yes. Uh, look, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, I, I, they're they're solid. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm big fans of both of them. Yeah. Um, you know what? Um, and and this this is tough to criticize a guy who's battling cancer. It, it, you know, I, I almost don't want to go there, but but I think I'm compelled to do so. Um, Chris Mortensen. Mm. You just feel for him, Trent. You right. really do. ESPN, I, I don't think, is doing him any favors. And I don't know how, with dignity, you tell guys that have come to the end that, you know, people are going to remember you this way as opposed to as many stories as you broke. Mm-hmm. But Chris Mortensen was difficult to, not because of the illness. Well, at the very last pick, right? At the end of the night, round one, pick 32. Schefter and Mortensen were doing a bit, and I guess Schefter got in the midst of it word that uh, Baltimore was moving back up into the first draft. It, it was it was it was sad, yeah. to listen to what I mean. It wasn't English that was what it was coming out of his mouth. I don't know what he was saying. He was stammering. He, he was, was. It was retweeted thousands of times. Was last it? Night. I saw it. That's how I saw it. Because I, I told you, because you were watching ESPN, yeah, yeah. But I, I saw it, and yeah, it was the exact same thing. And yeah, you, you feel got, you do feel bad for guys mm-hmm. who are in that spot and you know, a reduced role. Him and Schefter at that point, does it make sense? How about you just? Well, Schefter does, right, right. But every five times, four of them are Schefter mm-hmm. once is more. Well, and they brought Schefter on because he was going to always be the heir apparent to look. Adam Schefter, when I lived in Denver, Adam Schefter was the go-to guy for the Denver Post. Yep. As the Broncos beat writer. I mean, it was Woody Page and Mark Kisla. Those were the two columnists. Two you excellent know, columnists. The, the, the best sports page I ever read, honest to God, was the Denver Post. I know people who think I'm biased. It was a great sports yep. page. And they had a bunch of great writers. But Schefter was there. And then he went to... He went to NFL Network mm. to begin with. And the NFL Network lost him to ESPN. And I think ESPN hired him knowing that, you know, Chris Mortens is not going to be here forever. The NFL moves the needle. We're spending a lot of money for Monday Night Football, et cetera. We want to be in the NFL business. And this was going to be their, air quote, insider going forward. So it's um, it was just sad, Trent. I think that's probably the best uh, word to describe it. I am not in any way um, making light of the sure. medical battle that he is unfortunately Having to undergo right now, it's just time, man. It's time. I it's time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I know I can't do this much longer. If, when, once you get to a certain age, you're not as good as you were twenty, thirty years ago, or whatever. And you can still do things, but it it has to be maybe a different kind of role, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. And that's all right. It doesn't have to be all exactly the way that it was done. The other moment 
uh, that jumped out to me that was retweeted a thousand times and, and watching it was... Bacon Mayfield? No. <laughs> that was a Schefter. <laughs> Ryan Shazier oh, making the his walk. way back out. Yeah. Now, a lot of people talked about just the emotional moment of it, mm-hmm. uh, how great it was to see him walking, which, mm-hmm. which is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And I personally, I hated that moment. I had a queasy feeling. I didn't have a smile on my face. I Watching him, you mean? Watching him struggle the way that he was. Yeah, it's great that he's walking. That's not what I'm saying here. But for me, as a football fan, you got to think for the 22 guys that are in the green room watching, mm-hmm. look how quickly you can be cut down. Mm-hmm. I, I did not have the same reaction that I saw most everybody on Twitter. I felt terrible watching that. Which, I did not. I did not enjoy that moment. Yeah, it was. I, I, I can, to an extent. I, I mean, I, I see your point. It was. It was difficult to watch, mm-hmm. and it's. And it's a game we love, and it's a violent game. And look, you think about the play. There were way. There's in that football game. There were dozens yes, more yes. that seemed to be more violent collisions. But you just never know, right? And this case, and yeah, there was a couple of bad steps. Oh God, do not oh, fall. Yes. Just make it, please. Yeah, right? that was a part of it too. He was yeah. so unsteady and just, oh. I I did not enjoy the moment. And, and I love the fact that in the back of his mind, he truly believes he's going to play football again. Yeah. He truly believes he's going to play. Now, his fiance who was with him, um, I mean, right now you want that goal, I guess. Right? Yeah. You want that goal uh, to be able to um, to work as hard as he clearly is. I mean, just the fact that he's able to do last night what he was uh, was remarkable. Um you knew Goodell was going to get booed. The oh, Dallas man. crowd didn't disappoint, Woo. and they, it was it was funny because leading up to the draft, when it be, uh, when the word got out that I think they called it cover. Uh-huh. I mean, you're going to bring th- bring three cowboy legends to the stage, and here's the thing though: this these weren't all cowboy fans in the building. Right, if it was, right. Goodell's booing may have been tempered a little bit. But Giants fans are going to boo Troy Aikman. Yeah. So are Eagles fans, and even Roger Staubach is is um. Is as good of a guy as this guy is. He's going to get booed. Jason Witten comes out as well. I, I still can't get over the Jason Witten thing. How do you retire today? Give him a little heads up. Give him a little heads up. You retire on the second day of the draft. Because you now, figure the offer didn't come this morning, right? Great point. It. Yeah. This has been in the works for a been. few days. Right. And you just wake up this morning, the day after the first round. Yeah, I am going to take that. Job. You know what? I'm going to pick up the call and call Jason phone and call Jason Witten. I wonder if he'd be interested. <laughs> Saw him on the stage last night. Right. He'd be good with. Who's him. the new ESPN uh, president for Skipper? What's the guy's name? Don't know. Came over from Disney. I can't remember his name. He, Jason Witten. I bet he'd be great. <laughs> yeah. And just like that, it happened this morning. That's how these deals get done, right, Ken? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know about these big business deals? Unreal. Just a snap of the yeah. finger. Vander Esch from uh, from Boise State. What if he's still been the pick? Had Jason yeah. Witten tipped them off? I, I thought they were going to go uh, receiver. I really did. I thought Calvin Ridley and we have Bama Babla on later on yeah. in the program. We'll talk about. I, I'm going to. Well, let me get, I'm gonna ask you the question. I'm going to ask Bama. Um, rank the three Alabama receivers that have come out. I mean, Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, and, and uh, Calvin Ridley. Yes. Who do you think? Who you, you like got the it. best? It's that way. It's, it's that, that order, the, right? It's that order. Cooper's got a ton of drops. I'm not so sure yeah. that Ridley might be better than him when it's all said and done. And maybe that's just my Bronco fandom in me hoping that Amari Cooper continues to struggle <laughs> right. as a Raider the way he has. But, the, but but Julio Jones is uncoverable. Look at the Super Bowl, those catches. The the gap between him and the other two is significant. I think so. 
And I still think I'm, I'm not a big Ridley fan. Not huge. Jalen Hurts didn't do him any favors That's last a good point. Year. That's a good point. Maybe that's... Mm-hmm. That's a part of it. That's a good point. Yeah. So let me go back to last week uh, as we uh, continue on here. We're going to get Tom Caker, bottom of the hour, thereabouts. Do you remember when we had Paul Allen on last Friday? We were asking about the draft. We were, we were asking him about, well, Kirk Cousins, he's got $84 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, PA, there are a bunch, of, a bunch of players on that Vikings roster that are going to be, you know, have to have that fifth-year option picked up. What are they going to do? We know that Kendricks has been signed. you still got a bunch of guys hanging out there. You've got... Uh, you've got Diggs, you've got Barr, you've got uh, Trey Wayans. What are you going to? What are they going to do? It and PA said, "Do you remember what he said?" I don't. He said, "This may be a tell as to how they're going to play this. Watch what they do in the first round of the draft, position wise. Mm-hmm. If they take a linebacker, maybe Barr's not going to be the guy. If they take a receiver, well, they took a cornerback from Central Florida in Mike Hughes." And Trey Waynes has not had his fifth-year option, which, as I think do here in the next couple of weeks, they have not picked that okay. up yet. So P.A. said, I mean, if he's right, the tell might be which position that they take in the first round. They went cornerback. What does that mean for Trey Waynes? So I said that to my son, who's you know a hardcore Vikings mm-hmm. fan. He said, calm down. <laughs> Not so fast. The reason that they threw at Trey Waynes all year was because Xavier Rhodes is on the other Absolutely. side of the field. Who are you going to throw at, Dad? Yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> um, but Trey Waynes, to me, is kind of... I mean, has he wowed you? No, no. He he's improved. He was terrible. Early. Early. Awful. He was really yep. bad. And started to come on second half of his second year. Now he's okay. He's league average, probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe a touch below that, I mm-hmm. guess. But yeah, he's fine. This pick didn't wow me. Yeah, it. it Especially when you consider the the baggage that the kid comes with. That, I mean, that's a part of it. And I, I saw a cut up to uh, Winter Park up there, and everyone cheering. Those are always the things like, yeah, you don't know about. Oh, this they kid. had a draft party yeah, Winter Park, yeah, did yeah, they? Yeah. And cheering a guy that mm-hmm. had sexual assault and all these yeah. different things. And, well, last year, Dalvin Cook. I mean, Dalvin yes. Cook uh, punched yeah. a woman, did he not? Right. It's just that's that's the underbelly you always worry about. And, you know, I was ticked off. I, I want to see Joshua Jackson because we watch so much Vikings football. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's address that because we haven't talked about the, the two Hawks. And Daniels wasn't there last night. And it came out today, um, injury concerns mm-hmm. with, with him. You know, when, when Billy Price went 21, I thought all along, and as, as we said yesterday, predictions, which didn't we go over six? No, I got one. You got one. Carolina, DJ Moore. Bang. Good for you. So we went, you saved the show again. I did. <laughs> we went uh, combined one for six as opposed no, you, to. You, no, you, I, you, I missed. I, I missed them all, didn't I? You did. Though you had McClinchy, we both agreed McClinchy earlier than anticipated. Yeah. You went nine, you had him ten. I'm giving you a partial credit for that. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. But Billy Price was hurt. Yes. And that's Torn why. Peck. Torn Peck, right. And. This this blows me away. Actually got a note from his doctor and sent that note to all the NFL teams, and the doctor apparently said in the note that he's fine. He's going to be ready for fall camp. But as you said, torn peck. Torn peck. So they took a guy for an offensive lineman. Leverage leverage is, if not the most important, right up there. It is. So Cincinnati, who wanted a guy to play center, took a guy with a torn peck ahead of James Daniels. Yes. 
The injury concern with Daniels is maybe resonating a little louder in NFL war rooms than it is here in the state of Iowa. Yeah. I mean, you've always said it. I'll give you credit about I, for I brought that. it up a couple times. You have. Because I was, that was the one thing I was surprised about. I know he's incredibly athletic for a center. He can move. He's, got, he's one of the smartest guys I've heard that's been an offensive lineman at Iowa in a long time. But he's been injured three different times. And nothing, it wasn't torn ACLs. It wasn't a torn pec. It right. was, but there, he was dinged up a lot, and I was just surprised. But only that, missed one game last year. He sure. played 11 and 12. It, it just, I thought that would be a bigger knock mm-hmm. going into it. Or well, 12 to 13, I guess. But when the, not the mock drafters, but the people actually evaluating, when they took a look at it, they said kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. This so what is, what's the knock on Josh Jackson? I mean, pro football focus had him sixth overall yes. to Indianapolis. Four five four. That yeah, was the, his 40 the speed, time. right? That, that was the official 40 time. Mm-hmm. It was that. And Iowa plays so much cover four. They don't play bump and run. Mm-hmm. Where can he be a press man? Which guy? you have to be. Which you have to be in a lot of systems. So that's probably part of it is there are certain teams that just won't draft a guy like that. And a one-year wonder. I mean, there, there are plenty and of knocks. one-year wonder, yeah. You know, I thought his freshman year was really good. When he would, do, when he would come in and spell Des King or when he— um, I thought he was really good. Now, I thought he regressed a little bit two years ago, but yeah. Cam, obviously, this past year was just mind-blowing what he did. But um, you saw... Yeah. yeah I guy, get... he, he looks long out there. Mm-hmm. All right. He's got ball skills. I mean, you could see that right away. Mm-hmm. And But you don't have a whole lot of tape. I get the knocks. I get the knocks that are out there. I still think there are going to be plenty of teams. I'm still not sure about... Of the two... The higher upside, I believe, is still Joshua Jackson. I, I think James like, Daniels will have a longer career. I, I And I agree with that. I think he'll be in the league and he'll be productive as healthy mm-hmm. for a long time. But to become a star, I think Jackson could be a star. Uh, four, three, four-year pro bowler, you know, an all-pro one of those, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Daniels, if he'll ever be big enough for that center to be at that elite level where I could see that with Jackson. But if I put my money, who has a longer career, I'm with you there on Daniels. All right, but before we go to break, and, and I'm going to save this for the 1 o'clock hour because I'm going to hold your feet to the fire in the 1 o'clock hour. Okay. But, but, but both of the Hawks come off the board tonight. Do we see three instaters names called tonight? Yes. You're going to go there? Yes, and it's not Josie Jewell. And it's it's Alan Lazard. It's Alan Lazard. So Jewell has to wait. Jewell will wait till hmm. Saturday. But it will be... Jackson, Daniels. In that order? And Lazard late in the third round tonight. Yeah. Josie Jewell waits till tomorrow. Yeah. I like it. You're you're I You're gonna chew on it a little bit? I'm gonna chew on a little bit. We'll save it for the one o'clock hour. We'll get Tom Cakert in here next. We'll see what Cakert thinks about the three Hawks that uh May, may, may hear their, well, two of them are, I think, are cinch uh, to hear their names called tonight. But Tom Caker joins us next. Bama Bob in the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. 
I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research and stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Readings based on a 2018 survey of 1,600 U.S. singles. I'm Grant Langston, the CEO of eHarmony. If you're online dating and looking for love, you're probably tired of the lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and matches that never turn into dates. If that's you, it's time to try eHarmony. Dating apps of one kind or another have been around a long time, but at the end of the day, they're just virtual bars where no one ever buys you a drink eHarmony's different. We're built to help you have a better relationship. In fact, our matching algorithm is based on 35 years of research and experience. That's why we're the number one trusted dating site and have the highest quality matches. We're really good at bringing compatible people together. People who want the same things as you and are ready for a real relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready for a meaningful relationship, there's one app built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Go to eHarmony.com today and get a free month included when you buy a three-month plan. Use code MEAT. eHarmony.com, code MEAT. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Don't miss the Easter Seals Iowa Walk for Independence May the 5th at Easter Seals Camp Sunnyside from 8.30 until noon. The one-mile walk around Lake Cheerio starts at 10 a.m. Free entertainment includes archery, horse rides, touch-a-truck princesses, superheroes, a balloon artist, face painting, mascots, food trucks, and more. Learn more about the Easter Seals Iowa Walk by going to EasterSealsIowaWalk.com, EasterSealsIowaWalk.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. 
We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. You know, this song's like Red Bull to me. Yeah, it gets you going. Gets me a love life. I say it every time we play it, uh-huh. it seems like. Uh, let's get Tom Cakert in here. HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, he joins us. We'll recap last week because we haven't yet with Tom Caker. We'll talk about the NFL draft. Trent says two Hawks tonight. Josie Jewell's going to have to wait. We'll get Tom Caker to opine on that. He joins us. Tom, Trent, and Ken, how are you, Tom Caker? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing fine. You know, let's go back to last Friday before we get into uh, to the, into the draft, etc. Um, you know, kind of a week later, a week removed from the event, what are the couple of things, maybe one on the offensive side of the ball and one on the defensive side of the ball, that stuck with you seven days later? Um, offensive side of the ball, I'll, I'll give you a couple things. I think Stanley has really grown uh, as a quarterback. I, I thought he looked pretty pretty solid and seemed more comfortable. That's kind of the natural thing you'd expect. Um, and I also think that the uh, that there's going to be a legit race for the backup quarterback. I think they all maybe assume that uh, Manziel's going to win that job and they're going to try and redshirt teachers. But boy, I, you know, I, I still think there's going to be a race there. I, Manziel looked pretty good Friday night, but I still think there's a, there's a race to be run there, um, you know, along the way. On defense, um, boy, they're so good at safety right now with, Hooker and Gervais look really good. You get Brandon Snyder back and you know what he can do. And Geno Stone's really good. I, I think they're really super deep at safety right now. So uh, the middle linebacker spot, it went from open competition. Christian Welch was listed as a starter. And now it really feels like a big step forward out, out of Imani Jones, a guy that has solidified himself in the middle. What did you see out of him and, there's going to be a drop-off. There always is when you lose a guy like Josie Jewell. Maybe not as significant as we once thought? Yeah, maybe. I, You know, I still think he's learning the position, and I think there's going to be some ups and downs with him. But um, I really, you know, I kind of hinted at it early on before camp even started because I think it was Phil Parker had said something about, you know, we may get give Mommy a look at, middle linebacker and that just kind of stuck with me and I kind of wondered if he would end up getting the job and he seems like he has now and 
I, I think the men's injury is mm-hmm. God, you just I just feel terrible about that. Uh, just because he's a fifth-year senior yep. and probably not going to be able to play. How did but, it happen, Tom? Before just let me interrupt you. How did before you finish your answer? How did that happen? Do you? I mean, uh, apparently it happened in the middle of the week last week. Do you know how? Uh, just kind of nondescript. Uh, you know, blew out his ACL. Just kind of you know, like a lot of those ACL things. It's just pretty nondescript, and uh, um, it's just tough. I yeah. just feel bad for the kid and. And now we'll see what Welsh can do at uh, at his at that position. Uh, but I, you know, he, he, boy, I really felt good about men's there. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. But I, I really like Imani Jones in the middle a lot. I think he's going to be very good. Up in front of them, we've talked. Uh, defensive end appears to be in very good hands. Three, four capable guys there. So moving parts inside. Sam Brinks in the middle. Chauncey Golson has bounced in a couple of times. And they'll also get Matt Nelson back at some point. Tell us a little bit about the, those two kind of new names playing in the middle undersized. And when is Nelson going to be back? The injuries that he sustained, I mean, what can you expect out of him in 2018? Yeah, it was a shoulder injury and uh, for Nelson, and he had shoulder, shoulder surgery uh, after the season. He should be fine. He should be ready to go uh, once they uh, get going in August. So I'm not... Uh, expecting anything. The thing with the D tackles is I don't, they've got a lot of, you know, good to decent players, but they don't have, uh, you know, a Mitch King, a uh, Jaleel Johnson uh, kind of guy that's really going to move things. But, I, you know, they didn't have that last year, really. I mean, Budget was more of a guy than a, a pile mover. He played really well at the end of the season, but uh, I, I, I saw some things from Lattimore. Uh, I'm interested mm-hmm. in seeing what Golson can do uh, at uh, at D tackle. It pops in there, but it seems like maybe he's moving back to end more than tackle at this point. Um, and, and I like you know Brady Reef's kind of a nice change of pace. Uh, Brinks can give them some toughness in the middle. They, they've got a lot of pieces there. They can probably you know on that D line they can probably go nine deep now mm-hmm. and. Uh, that kind of depth will really help you in the second half of games and in the second half of the season, too. Tom Kankert, HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, I'm not going to ask you for a season prediction. That's what May and June are for because <laughs> um, yeah. you know it's coming in May and June. But you know, yeah. did, did you feel better about this team at the end of spring practice? I mean, I don't remember where, where you were going into it. Um, but and, and obviously you don't get to see it every day, but you were there Friday night and you listened to all the coaches and you got a couple of brief peaks. Do you feel better about this team after the team went through spring ball? Um, kind of. Uh, I, I felt better about the offense. And that's always the big question mark for me um, in any time in the spring because the offense generally was terrible. I mean, I've seen some bad ones last year. It was just it was tough to watch them in the spring because there were trying to figure out who the quarterback was going to be and trying to install an offense. It was just, it was messy and they didn't have any receivers. And I think they've got more this year. And I think they were more advanced. Now, having said that, my big worry, they don't have a game breaker. Akron Wadley was a game breaker and people forget how important he was and how many big plays he made and game changing things that he did it, uh, you know, on Saturday. So they've got to find somebody who can kind of fill that role and it could be multiple guys. Could be, you know, uh, Ivory Kelly Martin. Could be 
Amir Smith-Marset could be Noah Fant. Uh, those guys have, you know, some of them have done th- some things and others haven't. I mean, Fant, you know kind of what you're getting, but the other two guys I think have really got to step forward. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into the predictions a little bit later on. How about a prediction of what's going to happen with Ahmad Wagner? Rivals, uh, the site that Hawkeye Report is a part of, had a report, what, a week or two back that Kentucky, Louisville. About a week ago, I think. You're talking yeah. uh, a little bit about maybe possible visits, things like that. What's the latest you're hearing on Ahmad Wagner? Yeah, that was the last I heard. And by the way, for the season next year, I think you look at, at one thing and one thing only. That stretch after the first four home games where they got four, yeah. five, four or five on the road. Mm-hmm. That's really pretty brutal. Yep. And uh, that's going to define the season for me. But I agree back, to Wagner, back to Wagner, um, nothing really new. And I think he's taking his time. I, the one thing I, I have heard is that there's kind of a scholarship uh, situation with Iowa, and they're trying to figure out if they can even offer him a scholarship. So. If they can't, if they don't have the numbers, and right now they're too over the amount, uh, I figure they'll get down to that amount fairly easily. They usually do every year, but uh, they've got to figure that out first. And once they do that, then they can, uh, you know, offer him a scholarship if they feel like he's worthy of a scholarship. Tom Kanker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, a couple of minutes on the on the draft with you. Um, you know, when when Billy Price went twenty one to Cincinnati last night, the the fact that his doctor sent a note to all the NFL teams saying he's going to be fine, uh, he's still he's still injured. Yet the the Bengals were willing to take an injured center over James Daniels, who I thought was not a lock to go there, but I certainly felt pretty good about slotting him there. Word comes this morning that teams are very concerned about an injury report on James Daniels. Now, I assume that has to be. There was no clarity, just the word injury. I didn't say what injury, but it has to be, I guess, knee-related. Uh, yeah. How how big of a concern is this, Tom, do you think? It was one of the things that I kind of thought about uh, even before last night. Just when he declared, I was like, boy, I wonder if he's trying to get in and he's really young. He doesn't even turn 21 until September. Uh, but he's had knee problems every year at Iowa. And that concerns you because you're in a spot where you're going to get your knees taken out a lot. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of pressure and force on that knee at, at that position. So um, I just, yeah, I think there's probably some teams may have red flagged him on that at, at this point, And that's why he's dropped. Now, having said that, I think somebody's, and it's a difference. You don't want to give a bunch of guaranteed money and a big contract to somebody that might not be there for five years. But, um, yeah, I think uh, there's probably somebody who's going to take him in the, early in the second round and uh, be very happy with him. And maybe those knee issues uh, settle down and he ends up having a 10-year career in the NFL. But uh, they're, they're willing to take more chances once you get past the first round. What about Joshua Jackson? Is it strictly 40 time? Is there more to it than that? And we talked about maybe one year wonder could be a part of it. When you looked at him not being drafted last night, what was your takeaway? Yeah, it was probably both those things. Um, although I don't think Denzel Ward played a ton the year before. I mean, sure. maybe he did, but I, I just don't remember him being like a superstar all American level because they had two really good ones the year before at Ohio State, like they have every year at Ohio really? State. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just, I, I think it might have been, the NFL guys, 
if you follow the process, it's just they're always looking for reasons not to draft a guy instead of reasons to draft a guy. And it's 40 time. Maybe some guys think he's a one-year wonder, um, but uh, I think he'll go fairly quickly tonight just because you look at the look at the game. I saw somebody tweeted out a thing that there's like twice as many defensive backs getting drafted these days as wide receivers just because mm-hmm. everybody's trying to get guys that can stop the passing game. So um, I, I think he'll he'll find a home very quickly, hopefully with my Bears. That would be a very good pick. And transparency. Yes, I, I'd sign up for that right now. Uh, this is a hypothetical. There's no way this question will ever be answered, but I want I want to get your take on this. Had sure. Akram Wadley come out last year, um, would he have would he have been better off knowing that I mean he's going to be picked sometime this weekend, not not today. You just wonder yeah. if he would have been better off last year, Tom. Maybe, um, you know, I, I think he probably would have gone basically around the same area that he's going to go this year. I, I don't think there's a huge difference. Uh, backs like him just don't get picked in the first two days. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. And I think somebody, you know, fifth, sixth round is going to roll the dice and say, boy, this is kind of my our change of pace guy. Every Every team has you know, a Darren Sproles-like guy that, that they've developed into a role on a team. And uh, I think Akram could have that kind of a role on uh, some NFL team uh, this year. Great stuff, Tom Kakerd, HawkeyeReport.com. So what do you transition to now? Uh, a lot of heller ball? Yeah, I'm going to hit some baseball, uh, a lot of basketball recruiting and football recruiting here for the next couple of weeks. And Good. then... Uh, and then uh, we're going to dive into a huge uh, parents at 20 series where we're going to look at uh, a lot of things dealing with the 20 best of the parents era. And we will have you on uh, to talk about that, uh, Trent, uh, Tom Caker. Trent Condon, mark that down, would you yes. please? Uh, good idea. Good stuff, Tom. We'll look forward to that. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy your weekend, Tom. Thank you. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Tom Kickert, HawkeyeReport.com. I like the idea. Very good. A couple of them. Summer content. Summer content. Uh, we'll take a time out, come back and wrap up. Let's do a couple of minutes on baseball. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Brewers-Cubs this afternoon. Coming up here in uh, about a half hour. Uh, about 40 minutes, yeah. Well, about a half an hour. I think yeah. you're right. You Darvish. Needs a good start. Needs a good start. He already is above six, is it not? I think so. Oof. We'll come back. We'll do a little Cubs Brewers uh, when we continue here. Ken Miller show until two seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Help support children at risk right here in your community by buying a ticket to the Cinco de Mayo-themed Wild About the Child Shindig on Saturday, May 5th at 6 p.m. at the gorgeous Stein Barn in West Des Moines. All proceeds go to children who attend Wildwood Hills Ranch. Buy your ticket today at bidpal.net backslash WHR Shindig. 
That's bidpal.net backslash WHR Shindig and join us in our mission of transforming lives. How do you Friday? Whether you're trying to firm up, slim down, feel better, or simply take a break, Smoothie King has the smoothie for you. And with our $5 Fridays, you can Friday with a purpose. 32-ounce smoothies are just $5, and 32-ounce meal replacements are just $6. All blends, all flavors, all Friday. So how do you Friday? Friday like a king. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Participating locations, some restrictions may apply. There's a threat targeting America. Lyme disease. Spread by tiny ticks, this dangerous disease can cause life-changing health problems and is now more widespread than West Nile tuberculosis and HIV-AIDS combined. So it's time for us to target Lyme disease. That means checking for ticks when you've been outside and seeing a doctor if you experience the warning signs, which can include joint pain and flu-like symptoms. Learn how you can target Lyme disease at TargetLyme.org. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Show, 1700 KBGG. Uh, not a lot of time this segment. Chris Bryant's out of the starting lineup again. Uh, David uh, Bodie, I believe is how you say his name. What a story for him last weekend, right? A Denver kid goes home, yep. uh, gets in the lineup, and uh, gets his first base hit, which was a double in front of his entire family. So a great moment. But uh, Chris Bryant has not played since last weekend. Right. Uh, hit with... Right in, the, right in that batting helmet. And... I just caution Cubs fans, oh, it'll be fine. He's concussed. Mm -hmm. He was going to play in Cleveland. There was an MVP that was concussed, uh, oh, about a half decade ago. Wow. Yeah. And uh, not a big deal. It'd be fine. Mm -hmm. He was never fine. Never fine. No. In fact, two guys Mm -hmm. up to the north of Minnesota this Mm -hmm. afternoon. Justin Morneau. The M&M boys. And Joe Maurer. Yep. Joe Maurer, it took almost four years for him to... Mm -hmm. To get back to being the same kind of hitter, and he still had, he wears sunglasses all the time. You see that every day game he has to do that because he still gets headaches. Mm-hmm. Morneau was the same way. Morneau never could recapture. Did what Corey Koski have the same thing? Corey Koski basically had to retire because yeah. of that. Played his, he played his baseball. You know that where he played, right? And before he got, he was a hockey guy, right? Well, he grew up in just outside of Winnipeg. Played at DMAC. Boone I, Campus. Okay, all right. Now Corey Koski, yeah. third baseman for... The agate type in the register, I remember seeing DMAC there. When DMAC, they put, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. put the yeah. the Iowa's in the majors mm-hmm. and Iowa's in the, in the minors. Interviewed yeah. him a bunch over his career. Yeah. It was, it was good. Yeah, he was a good guy. He was a, on the track to being a very, very good MLB player, and then mm-hmm. just like that, it goes away. So don't just chalk this up, everything will be fine. Maybe have a little bit more concern. Well, he was going to play in Cleveland. Sure. It didn't play in Cleveland. He was yeah. going to play on Thursday night. Didn't play last night. He's Here back in the lineup today. He's not playing today. Uh, obviously, we hope that things turn around right. very quickly, and he doesn't fall into that category of those three twins. We'll come back with a one o'clock hour. Bama Bob's going to be a part of it. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until two. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in Central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you. Five to nine p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. 
If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business, nimble business, dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business? UMA Office, the small business phone solution, has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office. About all that's small really is the price, starting at only $19.95 a month. Visit UMA.com, that's O-O-M-A, or call 866-649-9377 to find out more. UMA, the phone your small business deserves. Hey guys, whether you're built like a power forward or a power lifter, there's one clothing store that's built to fit you, DXL. While most stores might go up to size XL, that's where we begin with a huge selection of famous brands like Lacoste, Levi's, Brooks Brothers, and more. So finding clothes that look great and fit even better is never a hassle. Stop by one of our 200-plus DXL stores or shop DestinationXL.com. Built to fit. Built XL. DXL. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. If you want to buy a home, we could help you get a great mortgage that may require as little as 3% down. And we also invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives you a solid approval in as few as eight minutes. And for eight years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call America's largest mortgage lender at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Results may vary. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches.